Welcome to a new Waterwave TV interview. You can't see him yet, but by the title, you know we got Jay Estate in the building, the gatekeeper himself. Yes, Go sir. get that album out on all platforms. I tapped in with it today, but we're going to learn a lot about his music career, how he got to where he is, and how he got to calling himself a gatekeeper. So, But first, you know, we got to run that in. And where you at if you've been in shit? Go ahead to youtube.com backslash waterwave TV and subscribe to that shit. Yeah, you know the waves in it. They fall with hitting a home run hitter with the coldest rings. And even on my bad days, I'm a clutch to finish. The track diminished. The booth burnt hands is itching. Damn. There you go. And we're back. Jay Estate in the building. I haven't. I have Well, first, how are you doing? Fantastic. That's you good. Know, it's, it's amazing to be alive and doing what you love to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how was your weekend? Busy. A lot of scramble to going on. A lot of different things going on. This weekend was like a transition, you know, because we in Minnesota. It got cold. It was just hot a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I had to move search stuff, and I do a lot of vending machines. So okay. moving vending machines around and stuff like that is kind of hectic in this time. Yeah. You know, so... The vending machine game. That's definitely one of I've seen a lot of a lot I've watched a lot of videos on, but I've never and I've never dab, mm-hmm. tapped into it. That in the ATM game. ATM game is good if you got cash just sitting around because mm-hmm. it's just like sitting in the bank, it just accumulate interest. Yeah. You know, most interest on the vending machine is like three percent. You know, if you're in a club or something, you could be ten percent, twelve percent, you mm-hmm. know, but it's just money sitting there. They just got they got like the thousand dollar racks and two thousand dollar racks, so you just keep money sitting in there. Like if it was at the crib or something. Facts. So that's a real good game if you got a fast-paced location, you know. Facts. Well, welcome to the Waterwave Studio Store. Yes, Glad sir. to have you here. Me Definitely too. been a name that I've heard of ever since we started, but haven't we haven't really tapped in? Haven't had too Never many conversations. I think we've said like "What up" in person a couple times. Yeah. Seen you at the T Grizzly thing. Yeah. Said hi, but like. I know, like I, I feel like, like I always want to dive deep into people and learn about them, but I love to do it on camera too. Let's do you know? it right. That's yeah, why so. I reached out. Like, let's do it. I had to get on y'all platform. Yeah, and um, I feel like there's like a, like a little bit of like a, a gap between us. Like you were out here doing your thing way before I was even coming up. I even moved to Minneapolis. So like, yeah. like so there, there's like a little bit of a gap that I would love to almost like have this be like the bridge of like understanding. You know what I mean? Um, so when uh, uh, I'm curious. Like, when did you like start into the music game? Like, what mm-hmm. year was that? Like first beat, first song, rap, first time you did all that, like. Um, I had to what two thousand four. Well, I was doing it in high school, so this mm-hmm. we been I've been doing this shit since two thousand three for sure. Two thousand four is when I graduated, mm-hmm. so we've been out here. I haven't had a studio at Profile Center. I was at the Profile Center mm-hmm. two thousand five, about two thousand five, and all the way up. Went to downtown in 2009. I was the only studio above Peace Salute 2009 mm-hmm. in that building right before Ned bought it. Like, it, it was lit. We, Epic was right there in the alley. Like, I had different experiences, when yeah. it, you know. So, since about 2005, I've been rocking out here. Okay, okay. Yeah, that shit. That, that's how you know it's a big disconnect. 2005, I was, I was six years old. <laughs> I was six years old in 2005. Didn't have... A, a camera in my hand, none of that I was nowhere near the scene. How old are you now? 23. See, 23, but think about it like this. At 23, I was doing the same thing, but you, I would say your level of where you got the media, the store, and stuff like that is another level. Mm-hmm. You had a fantastic start. That's what it's about. It's not about, like, we'll get into the gatekeeper thing, how that even yeah. came about, and then it just 
all all organic. Yeah. But you had a nice spot where you ambitious, you got stuff going. That's what we need to connect the not the old with the new, but like the vintage. Yeah. With the new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we get vintage you know, it's vintage for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know. I won't say I'm old, but I'm just a vintage player and I'm still in the game. Yeah. You know, playing all positions. And you're still competing. And I'm the coach. The and I own what I do, you know? Yeah. So that's a different and and for somebody like you, I love to mash and get uh, bounce intelligence off mm-hmm. each other so we can make it work for the market. It's mm-hmm. bigger than us, bigger than Waterway, bigger than Stadium Sound, J State. Huh. This new gatekeeper thing is like I'm making people embrace it because I've been here so long. And my t- when people look at me, they think hustle, they think ambition, mm-hmm. they don't see, you know. Yeah, and and I know a lot of different people where it works for us. For you being twenty three, you got a long road mm-hmm. to do this, you know. Yeah. And, and I commend you because you, in my eyes, like one of the top. You like one of the top brands, and that's why I want to come on here. Let me start talking and yeah. popping my shit, you yeah. know. I gotta learn too from people like you because there, there's like a um, one thing I really enjoyed what you said on the on the live on Lake Street interview was that uh, you're not really in competition with nobody not out here, and nobody should be in competition with each other. And I definitely uh, I try to push that narrative a lot. And you know, I may slip up and say like uh, or post something like this is is this one of the best artists in Minnesota? But you know, that's that's a headline. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, so it's like, and then the comments will say, "Aren't you saying you shouldn't talk about who's the best and stuff?" But it's like you know, one that's just like a little headline to get the comments going and whatnot. But it's like. No one out here should necessarily be competing with each other. I don't see us as a competition to like a live on Lake Street or a Saint Omo or a Trap Right because we, we're just all in completely different lanes and how how we do business. Like, like how you said, like the vintage and shoes. Like we're doing yeah. way more than just an Podcast. Instagram page, you know. Right. So like, I I don't like to treat anybody as competition in Minnesota because like we should be comp- like the state should be competing with the other states, not necessarily competing within the state, which is hard to do because everybody wants their flowers. No one wants to be thinking like they're worse than someone else. But do you something. want everybody want to their flowers, but what look better flowers or a bouquet? Yeah, there you go. It's a lot of flowers, everyone different type bring, of flowers. Everyone <laughs> bring a couple flowers together. We got a whole bouquet, bouquet in the state. Right, and we looking like, yeah, that's a good analogy. That's why I run around and drive my work trucks mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, I with remember the advertisement and the, and the one that I drive with the speakers on the outside. Mm-hmm. I'm forcing it. I'm aggressive with this marketing. It's, called, it's what I call guerrilla marketing mm-hmm. that I never let go. So if I'm doing bare minimal, it's still like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I got the biggest thing people looking up at. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Every day, all day, from here to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just another little tactic where I know I know this market like the back of my hand. You know, and even Casey Pluto, everything he got, he deserved that. He was the hardest working artist yeah. without and within the situation because people get lost in situations. There's a lot of people that have situations that ain't, you know, mm-hmm. go how we even thought about outside looking in because of their work ethic, their ambition, the, you know, because people was moving with the narrative, not what you know is who you know. No, it's yeah. what you know. You got to know It's both. not who you yeah. know because you could compete with who you think got to go validate you. By just doing the essentials of business, yeah. my product placement, marketing, promotion. Yeah, I could have a commercial go right at the Bentley if I put the budget up to do that. You know. Yeah. So it's not about who you know all the time, mm-hmm. and, and that narrative got messed up, especially in our community. You know what I'm saying? And all of, everybody mind ain't the same. So, uh, you know, I don't expect everybody to get it, but now people got to get it and pay attention to people that's really playing in the game. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Well. 
I kind of want to. Uh, I want to talk about the car since we were on the mess. Okay. So I remember seeing. I don't know if it because I so I guess I'll, just a little bit of background so I can kind of talk about like when I've been out here. I moved into Minneapolis when I when I was like in like 2018. I'm originally from Mankato, Minnesota. Okay. Went to college over in River Falls, Wisconsin. Met the people that met a bunch of people that are from like St. Paul, uh, Blaine area, and started Waterway with them. We were like, all right, well, this is a Minnesota music platform we're trying to build. We're all from Minnesota. I mean, obviously not trying to build a Wisconsin platform in River Falls. We all dropped out, moved to Dinkytown 2018, 2019-ish, like that summer. And uh, and that's kind of where we started. So like that, like that, like day one of moving into Minneapolis, kind of where I was getting my ground barriers, like who's out here? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I know there's no way I'm going to earn the respect from all the OGs as this new kid coming in off rip, right? Like it's just not going to be there. So I'm like, I'm gonna try to connect with like the younger crowd. But now that we're starting to like get a little more credibility and I, I don't want to overlook the people that have been out here doing the yeah, things like sure. the people like you and a lot of other people that you've mentioned in your previous podcast and just in, in the work, the events you've done with. So here we are now today. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bridge the gap with the old, like I'm not, I'm not saying y'all old heads ain't we on vintage. shit. Like we're vintage. We're not old. We're vintage. vintage. And we a library. We got library mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I had no recollect, no idea of how old you may have been. I just knew you were out here before me. You could be five years, two years older than me, but you would still been old, out here before proud me. To be 36, look at 26. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So when? So you go coming to Minneapolis. You get uh, graduated high school. You start to open up studios. But when did the car come along? And when? What was the like truck, the idea the behind truck that? Came with like about, the, with the big music, the QR codes on it. That's the one I'm thinking um, of. What was the last year of Soundset? 2018 maybe 2019 right before covid so 2019 maybe that's when i that's when i uh did that okay i think i had a the truck probably a year before that but the truck was meant for the mobile billboard service and obviously i can make ends meets by going to pick up some furniture or doing mm-hmm. a, a deed or i like to thrift and buy shit all the time so from multiple properties or whatever so I always wanted to uh, I like to maximize Everything yeah. I do Yeah Like one thing Could really be like Six things You could use this shit bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm mean? saying So That's where that came in at. And um, Sound set I did the last sound set With the vent, with the Zen band So I DJed um, In the Wi-Fi garden The last sound set Right by the mural mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, The Zen band Shout out to Sierra She was working Like she was like The vice president At that time or something I really don't know the title But She was Re could right before uh Rhyme Sayers was at a wave, she created a new wave over there, and I finally got on sound set because of that. When I was there all day, and I figured that's the best spot, forget the stage mm-hmm. like right here, the Wi Fi girl. That was like the best I could do for the 12 hours, mm-hmm. you know. So that when I debuted the truck, cool, debuted the truck, and um. I just figured, like, when people, when I'm riding past, I'm the biggest truck. And people's looking like, what's this? And now I got speak. Well, Ben has speakers on the outside, so I'm seducing you with the music. Yeah. It's like elevator. I call it. <laughs> that's big white, but that's like elevator music. Like, you can't, or grocery store or stores, when you walk in, you can't do nothing but hear music, whether you want to hear it or not, genre, mm-hmm. uh, preference or not, you know? How's about 2018? Who's currently uh, on the car? Or on the truck, like you know, because like, uh, you, you can scan like a QR code, yeah, right? So, to, uh, the main people I was working with at the time, and uh, like little P- Prince Williams, yeah. like Prince Williams is they call him the best because he stay out the way, yeah, he make the music, music, all the and his personality, the clothing, mm-hmm. and all that. But, um, so Prince Williams on there, Crisis Fresh, 
Uh, he's like the R&B guy, like, you know, he been in the lane a long time too. I got bands up dip, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, who on the Eddie White and then myself. Mm -hmm. So I always had like discreet albums when I first came out. So I just put the oldest <laughs> my, that album that's out that time there, mm -hmm. and I haven't replaced it just to seduce it. Now for the revamp it yeah. and hopefully get some sponsors and certain people that want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. uh, or even Waterway, if you want to get on the truck. We go work something out and make something happen. So we push that narrative I'm talking about, you know. Cool, yeah. We're trying to make us all like a Coogee sweater. It's like a lot of different variables, and we sold in different ways all the way around. So are you the one that drives it around all the time? Every day. Or you got Okay. Is that like your, your daily driver? It's my daily driver. Okay. That's fine. Like, I, I got some stuff that's on the custom car side. Shout out to everybody do the car stuff. I got some stuff that I was leaking before, but I'm finna do something crazy, and I ain't had a chance to even drive them. I don't want to drive nothing that's valuable. I'm not buying no new cars. Like the whole, that's why I'm tapped in. Like even people like Kanye, like certain wavelengths, people just like think different. Like I'm mm -hmm. not driving nothing but my 97 box truck with my brand on it and my music playing. Mm -hmm. So I'm also giving myself streams yeah. on top of getting all these jams and it's lit, man. It's that fun. data lit. I will, I will leak it for $5 million. The data is lit, so that's why I'm so comfortable and not running to LA or running over here. Like even Gatekeeper album, low promotions, haven't spent no major marketing, nothing, like a million streams on across all platforms, but on Spotify alone, it's probably like 800,000. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just a lot, you know, a lot going on where I'd rather drive that. I'm not finna. I don't buy I don't buy stuff no more. Like I'm on a whole nother wavelength. Yeah. This frequency over here is definitely different. And I go from high to low. And now I'm in the in between. Mm -hmm. I can't even identify where I'm at right now. Yeah. But it's different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You like I I've, I've been I've been trying to learn more about you because one thing for me is uh I get we should talk about the gatekeeper album since we just brought it up. Okay. But like the term gatekeeper itself, right? You know, like uh when I I think I don't know if it was there was some like something that went on like maybe a year ago where like the the term like the term gatekeeper became more relevant. I feel like in Minnesota, I don't know why. Maybe maybe I just started hearing of it for the first time. But it, I think it was around the time you did the live on Lake Street interview and like talked about who are gatekeepers and a lot of people can be gatekeepers, not yeah. just you and like yeah. what it means. You a gatekeeper, but like Waterways oh. a gatekeeper. You a gatekeeper you to this podcast because you could be like, okay, I got my own data and stuff going mm -hmm. on. I could be like, yeah, yeah, nay. But certain people use certain, I got a gun don't mean I'm gonna use it like another person with a gun. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a gatekeeper on this own right. And it, and it was and it was something that was threw out in a negative frequency, mm -hmm. but got filtered. And, I, and I'm like, you know what? People don't know that I, I'm, I'm really one of the ones because I ain't the one that ever said it first. You mm -hmm. know, I just embraced it because it makes sense. Like, look, I'm running around right here. Well, how many, what's this? What'd you say, uh, how 25? Many keys you, if it was 25? a challenge, how many keys on here? <laughs> 25, 30, <laughs> something like but, that. But so when somebody say something like that to try to use it in a negative way, and I embraced it when somebody else like, because everybody like, you a gatekeeper on whatever situation was like, this JS State a gatekeeper. Ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. So me start hearing that when people was using it, I embraced it like, yeah, because I'm one of the ones mm -hmm. that can dictate, even if I got the power or not, I could dictate, but I hold a lot of keys to yeah. a lot of situations from business, to I record all the artists like if you look on the back I got every artist even on here mm -hmm. and that's artists I was working with yeah you know what I mean this is this is not me calling and pulling and reaching that's what I'm gonna do for the gatekeeper part two because this organically blossomed to 
a baby bouquet. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a lot of brands and I produce and recorded everything on here. Mm-hmm. Even the the mix and the master is all organic. It's not like, but it gotta be perfect. It gotta be, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, the time is right, deadline, boom, here yeah. it go. But it sound amazing. It's, uh, major feedback, I love it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in to it. But to further answer the question as far as the gatekeeper, um, I hold something, knowledge, intelligence, everything. I got my own, I got my own gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got your own gate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, my my brand is built off J Estate because I was doing real estate too when I was like 18, 19. Didn't get to tap all the way in, but we were doing the music thing in a basement that was unfinished. So I attached that to my brand, like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. It's possible. That's two thousand. Yeah, like two thousand five. Yeah, I was doing top line entertainment. Like I don't know if you ever heard about top line entertainment, but I was gorilla. I was all my logos. I was doing stuff before, you know. So from Minnesota fast to everybody that was doing a lot of stuff, they embraced it because I was a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? I, Shout out to Minnesota Fats, man. That's one guy. He a gatekeeper, too. Yeah, that's one guy I'm trying to. We didn't have a lot of conversation, too. you know, one, you know, when we like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody in their own, like, even right now, it's some situations, some deals. It's like, bro, you got the power over there. That's why I even feel uh, Kanye, when he was talking about his new interview on Drink Champs, like, bro, you got the power. You know I'm a different type of brand. Why it ain't just a go? Why I gotta be a dick? Why you gotta hold the gate, your gate over here, and hold it closed? I don't hold. I'm a service, so I can't be a service. And like, shout out to GNR, my barber. Like, he cut people hair that he probably was getting into it with <laughs> all across Minnesota when we was growing up. You know what I'm saying? It's like my evil twin. Like, so to transition in a certain way and know. Um, where I stand at, why are you not allowing this deal to go through? Mm-hmm. Or even with TwerkFest, like, you know how TwerkFest is coming back. I wanted to bring it back 23, but we're going to bring it back for a one pop-up date. But it's still hard, and you know how. Like, even right now, the texts and Facebook, the Twitter, everything is going bananas. Mm-hmm. So you don't you think the venue will see it and be like, yeah, let's, let's make that happen. Mm-hmm. Even though we're locked in, but... It's just politics to make. It's just politics, man. Mm-hmm. And um, the way the way I'm doing it, the gatekeeper is gonna get a new name to 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 put a shell on the whole answer. I'm gonna read. Okay, like I said, you a gatekeeper. I'm a gatekeeper. I'm just gonna embrace it and give it a new definition. Mm-hmm. You know, with meaning. And on on this wavelength, it's different. Gatekeeper don't mean we're holding gates and keeping people out. It means we're open the gates. We open for everything. Mm-hmm. What you want to do? Let's do it. Oh, you want to sell water? Oh, what up? Shout out to Rich Water. Like that's like gonna be the next big thing right there. Rich Water, you know. And it's I don't know, man. Minnesota, we got it now. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 like I tell my team, like let, we finna dunk on everybody that think they know. So you know, hopefully we get on the basketball court. There's other people with that same ambition. Like I'm, a, I start off as a hooper and a dancer. So this competitive stuff is easy to do. Me taking myself out and people are like, oh, he, you know, not humble. Me humbling myself and just being introverted and being over here, but still being a service. People got to come to me though. I ain't got to go to them for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it switched my mind. So now I got this new little wavelength. I'm just going to let the universe carry this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take this gatekeeper stuff to the next level. That's why yeah. I'm going to drop 
another one. This be part two in this in this year of two. Gatekeeper two, mm-hmm. on December thirtieth. Okay. You know it's done already, but I like to. I'm. I don't even think I'm gonna wait to make new records. I, we got so many records, mm-hmm. and all the artists and all the great artists that got records, and you know this the greatest. Stop all the worry about if it's so perfect. You know, mm-hmm. let the, make the music, stay in the vibe, and let it go. Like you know, especially if you're independent. You know what I'm saying? Because as soon as y'all get in the label, and y'all I'm like, they won't let me lose uh, release music. You won't release the music anyway. So what are you talking about? You're just trying to sound like everybody else. But, you know, Gatekeeper 2, December 30th. If you want to get on it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yes, I think the, the Gatekeeper, people just assume the worst things that they could do rather than being like, like, they, like, like good things usual. that they could do. Yeah, because it's like uh, yeah, uh, being, yeah, like I'm just kind of reiterating, you said being a gatekeeper, you can basically be like, yeah, that person's a good person to work with, or yeah, come work with me, and working with me may advance you to another level. That's kind of uh, kind of how I feel with like the the podcasting. Everyone thinks that they come on here and do a podcast, their career is going to take off, <laughs> and I have to kind of explain to some people, and I have to like kind of it's almost like humbling myself in a sense but i've never even put myself in the position to be like oh if you do a podcast with me like your career is going to take off because we haven't necessarily blown up anybody on our show i've did podcasts with people that have been very successful but not directly like oh they got a million views on our podcast and then they tapped in so it's like people uh people like see uh these bigger brands and they the first thing is oh you ain't fucking with me or you ain't looking out for us but in reality it's like one i can't you can't look out for everyone you're gonna look out for the ones that you see actually doing the work, putting in the real effort behind the scenes, and not just complaining that they ain't getting love. The ones that right. are doing the love and get, receiving the love because of the love they put in, instead of just asking for it. Like it's a very weird line, but uh, but yeah, I think you explained. Think about it, very it like well. this. Think about it like this. So you know everything's organic. What did I do? I reached out and like, woo woo. You could have said no, or mm-hmm. you could have, or you was like, yeah, come on, let's set up time, let's do it. But I'm humble enough to do still do that type of work. Like I'm at the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. but I do I don't have employees, so I do everything. This is a year of employees, 23. You don't want to come work, come work. But I don't trust people' ambitions and intentions and you know and stuff like that. So I keep I didn't like I got I made like eight companies that now I'm finna employ. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, I maximize it. Probably more. You know, if I dig in, but then I'm an employee now. You know what I'm saying? Because you you can't expect somebody to do it how you would do it. Yeah, and you know so but so that's why I'm like I hit you up like let me get on that platform. Yeah, cause you, y'all are rising. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's like yeah, you're you're someone that's well, I've been wanting to conversate with, so there's no reason for me to be like yeah, yeah like we got hey, this time for you. I'm free. not standoffish. Yeah. I just be in my own world. Yeah, I'm not not gonna lie. I definitely didn't expect you to be this personable. Cause every time I see you got the sunglasses on, hood up, mask on, or something, it's like, damn, this guy don't even want to talk to nobody, or is like, nah, like, is he too cool for everyone? Like, nah, I'm a little, you know, like that. I'm, that, on, that I'm in, the, I'm in my own wavelength, you know, and and as an even as an engineer, man, I engineer frequencies for people and they vibes mm-hmm. all the time, every day. So obviously I'm gonna be different when it comes to women, whoever. Like I'm just a different wave, like you know. So I'm the coolest person, but when I'm out and about, I don't like to be, you know, too much. And I don't drink or nothing, so it ain't like I'm super hyper or off my square. You know, I have fun. I do me, but yeah, I be to myself. Yeah, there's there's one fly that literally will not leave this room. It's cool. He's just cooling with us. He wants the limelight, and there's an open ceiling. The fly is a net. 
No, that's and it's an open ceiling here too. But uh, one last thing about the Gatekeeper album: How do uh-huh. you choose the people you put on there? It's people who I was working with at the time, and um, I like I do I, I produce everything on there. I only been producing for like three years, or making beats for three years. I always mm-hmm. been producing, and um, so at the sessions or whatever, I'm like, hey, I got some vibes because I don't push beats. People come in like, hey, I got beats. And I don't do that. I'm just hey. Either I'm making some stuff when I was training my stuff to make a beat and they hear when they come in, like, oh, you got some stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to run a YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. Hey, go, be my guest. I don't send out beats or nothing like that. So um, after sessions or whatever, then I'd be like, hey, I got some for this project. And I've always been to Mixtape King, Street Radio, Voice of the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. all that came from Mixtape days, like, you know? So I'm embracing that, you know? And all, my album, I got Clubhouse. I broke through on Clubhouse, still silent, still on Clubhouse going. I got a following on Clubhouse that's heavy that I don't even tap in with, you know? So I got an album called Clubhouse, mm-hmm. uh, A Tale of Two Cities. Um, they had a lot of St. Paul and Minneapolis artists on there. Like all my stuff is really like soundtracks to mm-hmm. what's going on, but it be soundtracks what's going on from years later though. So it be ahead of its time. That's why I still resonate. All these, most of these records, like Mac Irv, and uh, some entities that are trying to bridge these. Dude from Minnesota, but look what he did, mm-hmm. and now is at a level. Shout out to DJ Tip, you know. Really shout out to DJ Tip because I don't, I don't know, you know, certain behind the scenes talks, but I know Tip been around. Has been a partner of mine. It's my birthday mm-hmm. twin too, mm-hmm. so I know he get it and what's going on. So he's tapping in on, on top of building his own brand. Yeah. And he, he got his own look. I told him he's a he's the white prince. I'm sure he loves that. Yeah. I fuck with Tip. I uh, I like the whole gravy camp too, and I I we had I had talked to them about the 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 November show they got coming up at the Armory, and he he said he wanted after that uh, I got he kind of made the announcement after he got a little bit of that backlash from that DJ Vlad interview. I don't did you you seen that? I'm yeah, guessing I've at least the it. clip of it where, I mean he said that like he compared Minneapolis to like a knockoff Chicago or whatever. Like he said that in the interview, and a lot of people were like mad about that. So then. Um, I guess coming from there, you know, he he said that he'd been planning this event in Minnesota, and um, I I, fu- I, I definitely have no shade towards like That's what he said the and best their crew following and all them because I do fuck it with and them. Shut everybody up. Yeah, like man, I've been working on this shit. You don't even know what I've been working on. You know, like he might have slipped up and made a comparison that people don't like since he's not from here or whatever. Like similar thing. Like I probably wouldn't make a comparison or even try to compare Minneapolis to another city that since I'm not necessarily from here because I don't really have, I feel like but, I don't have the but say so for that but you see how you can't see it but I can see it and then I can see why he think that because people try to watch something through social media I've definitely heard people say that before him like people have called Minneapolis a knockoff yeah, we That's a very well we, I didn't grow up in both but I think people just love <laughs> people just love to see like someone not from Minneapolis you could say bash Minneapolis. He just said it, it just came somewhere. out of content wrong for him because yeah. he he not at the root. Yeah, and it's so just, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, you know, and seeing that how he see it, even Rochester's going out in Rochester. I did this show mm-hmm. in Rochester and seen it, and then hearing his all his interviews. You know, I, I, I'm a researcher, yeah. so hearing all his interviews, he n- never was in the loop. Yeah, he just didn't. Yeah, just lay out. Yeah, so yeah. And Republic been here signing our artists, so Bobby Rabs and. You know, shout out to Lizzo too, mm-hmm. Sophia. Shout out to the DJ, um, Big Kia. She just brought her out. That was another Seeing big call. She brought mm-hmm. Big Kia. You know, Big Kia is. She started with me. I did her first mixtape or ate her oh. first mixtape ever. Like you know what I'm saying. So that's Nakia Marie 
to some most like and that's my, my birthday twin too her birthday the day before mine wow. so we connected when she was eight years old seven years old but to see that for her and, and to go back to that what you said like 22 is that year yes and it's still not it's revealing and it's still like I don't know. I'm still mind blown with these holidays finna come up and what's yeah. going on. It might not be necessarily the hugest breakout year for a majority of artists, but I feel like a lot of them got a lot more solidified, a lot more professional, a lot more understanding of what they need to do. But it was the breakthrough for for uh, us because of Casey Pluto, yeah, and Gravy, yeah, Casey. That's that's yin and yang, white and black. Cause Casey really like you know look look at his videos, he shot videos, studio. I've been around these people to see their whole career. You know what I'm saying? Men out of town and hearing music even before I knew it was gonna shift like that. But he got a, a frequency that nobody's mm-hmm. gonna be able to match okay. unless you get something with Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Casey's very uh, influential. I feel like well, he, could be, he could be very influential. Very, very influential and real to the pulse of he's not somebody like like gravy mm-hmm. that's why i says yin and yang that people don't even know yeah never been around if he has two three times mm-hmm. but he still you know i mean he's not working yeah. he just ain't in the pool but he got a he got a uh, cheat code because he got tip mm-hmm. tip been in the from the hood to the stage too mm-hmm. you know yeah one thing i like about the casey camp too is he um you haven't necessarily got to see it in the public eye as much yet but he has a very large team of minnesota people that be with him wherever he goes, whether it's mm-hmm. Aubrey King or Mati or um, his friends at Ho- like BTC who be doing the club events and like the cameraman, uh, uh, cameraman logic of Anthony that be with him all the time. I think is it Anthony or, you know, Goyard Bennett, both of them be working with him, but like he, he, he hasn't been outsourcing. I mean, I'm sure for a, a couple big projects, they've outsourced other companies and he signed to a major label now, but whenever he's like on tour or traveling and, coming back to Minnesota he has a very strong team around him it's not like oh he just left all the people behind like but guess I what he did and what he was supposed to do hmm. because like I said it's a, we all have personal relationships so mm-hmm. even men in LA or whatever popping on popping up and seeing our talents outside of our relationships because everybody don't know everybody business mm-hmm. so I'm outside and saying okay New York people okay this you see who embrace who okay when he got the deal, he did what he was supposed to do. Come get everybody from Minnesota that's around you in some type of way. Mm-hmm. And it's only gonna get bigger. Give my job. Not having, not getting a situation. Well, first of all, nobody had that type big of a situation. And it's so deserving. It looked quick, but it wasn't quick. He's so deserving, because he mm-hmm. really wasn't one of the hardest, mm-hmm. or the hardest working next to somebody that's in a studio like Prince William or whatever. I can't wait till they them two do a song. Yeah. And and that and that and that bridge got bridge from yeah. St. Paul to Minneapolis because yeah. it's gonna be magical, you know? Yeah. Something like that. But nobody's gonna gonna top top that one. So when he got it, he came back and worked with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you supposed to do it. So take notes. Anybody that's doing even what Gravy did, like I said, with the shows or whatever, like Bridge the gap year. Twenty three we dunk it on the whole world. Not the states, mm-hmm. the world. Like, not easy as a promote in another town anyway. You know, with the essentials of what people think the smoke and mirrors of the game is. Wake up now. You know, so he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he came back and got Minnesota team around him yeah. and, and should keep him yeah. around him. And then he'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. Facts. 
um, I kind of want to get in uh, kind of some of your accolades, okay. uh, like speaking like mainly like shows, shows you've done, people you've worked with in the studio, kind of to be able to give you the the gatekeeper role. You know, like what okay. what have you done up and since graduating high school until now? <laughs> kind of maybe in a timely o- time frame of like where did, what was like one of your bigger shows, and then what do you kind of do consistently now? Uh, my bigger biggest sh- it's always went up ladder for me. Mm-hmm. So in the documentary is gonna explain a lot. I don't know if it's gonna be out by my birthday, or I might just um, release it for the summer. Um, I did so much to even talk about, but to date, the biggest creation was obviously the JSA brand, but mm-hmm. like Twerk Fest or whatever, Twerk yeah. Fest Tuesday, you know. Um, I didn't did every show. The only show I haven't DJ yet, where venue I haven't DJ yet is on um, Target Center. Or um, Armory, so do my two, they on my list. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna do P. Will set, but other than that, um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wanna focus on. What's coming next? Okay. I did a lot. Yeah, and I don't even archive pictures. So if you wanna see how far I go Keep back from doing the epic shows and all this stuff, I told you I had a studio since I was 19, mm-hmm. whatever. So. My first car was a BMW two-door coupe, peanut butter, like the Day-Day is what we call it now. I had the Day-Day when everybody was getting box Chevys and stuff like that. So I always had the looks, always had the shit going on. I had good jobs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't the average guy from day one. Mm-hmm. So my story different. I grew up in the suburbs and the hood, mm-hmm. you know, and then the hoods in Minnesota. I grew up in the hoods over South and North. Mm. I'm just a different being. Would you want to say something to the mic? Fly? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, you know, so it's really, I want to say, because I'm, like I said, I'm from Back from the Future, so I want to, I'm looking at my story and I'm looking at this interview, I don't want to say that I did the biggest yet. Yeah. So it ain't really the biggest, you just had to tap in more, tap into my brand on all levels. Like, I ain't released a video for this yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm finna release so many videos in the next two months. It's going to open up the algorithm for Minnesota. And that's what it's about. The rhythm for Minnesota is up since George Floyd for sure. But it's up. R.I.P. George Floyd, like, man, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. George Floyd. Uh, and then Kanye, what did he say? Uh, the murder rate went up there. He wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. You know, the murder rate went up there crazy. And then. It looked like they even got like a tourist thing going over there. Like that's a whole nother story. Like I don't know what is going on over there really. But shout out to George Floyd and his family and um, you know. Yeah. It's something that's something that's really different, that's touching. But on the energy and the frequency of Minnesota, everything is up. Yeah. It's really up. The rhythm up, this up. Casey got a Grammys, his other Grammys, is this, it's gospel music, shout out to uh, yeah. Javante Patton. Like, it's a lot of things going on. Lizzo still, and her caps, they still Minnesota-based. A lot of Minnesota stuff yeah. going on, majorly, yeah. worldwide, not just, you know, in the U.S. Yeah, no, that, the, the George Floyd incident definitely, like, shed a light on Minneapolis and Minnesota. A lot of people probably didn't even realize, like, It Minnesota, went up 2,000, 5,000% on the data what? side. Of people like searching Minnesota? Uh, searching mentions. Like, I got comments and comments. I got millions of streams. Yeah. I mean, shares, not streams, millions of shares yeah. when that stuff was going on. That All the footage I got from that time, they yeah. burnt down my building when I did Torque Fest. So, yeah. it's a lot of 
like that year, and I felt the energy that year. I'm gonna get away ten thousand dollars. Yeah. That was the first time I ever got a phone call from a record label, too, was like a month after George Floyd. He told me the reason why we're calling is because there's a lot more interest in the Minneapolis market right now. That was the first time I ever got on a real phone call with a label. And I was like, damn, it took that. It took like an incident like that just to like open up some eyes, not all eyes, but some eyes. I was just like, damn, that's kind of. Um, because at the end of the day, crazy. it's publication. So that's yeah. why I go back to Kanye. No, it's like my, my other twin. It's like. When it comes to media, that's what control it all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got NBC. Everybody going live. Yeah. It's gonna be lit. Everybody yeah. watching Minneapolis, but it's sold this that. Yeah, now it's lit. Or they could throw some BS up there and then make it look bad. Like don't go to middle. <laughs> yeah, it was a big. It was a big time for like our platform too. It mm-hmm. was during COVID, so we weren't doing very. We were maybe doing one podcast a month just randomly, like mm-hmm. when we felt like it. We didn't have a space like this yet. This was before this spot. How long y'all been here? Uh, next month will be our two year anniversary. So basically, and I would almost consider like when we opened this space would be like the day that we actually kind of like would launch Water Wave because like before then we were doing interviews randomly in our house and people's studios, yeah. you know, like random shit like that. And we didn't necessarily have a full mission of what we wanted to do. So yeah, about two years now. Um, but like during that, we were we were live streaming the the protests, which started as protests turned into riots and everything. So we started it from the first protest that happened, leading from where he got killed, all the way down to the third precinct. That whole march, and then all of a sudden it turned into the riots, and we had that documented from start to finish on live stream. So like, um, and I think we we gained like we went from like three thousand to almost ten thousand subscribers like that weekend. It was like a very big time for our channel, which. Is kind of a blessing and a curse because now all these people are interested in seeing riot footage when you're talking about Minnesota rappers. But it's also like they were interested in Minneapolis and now they're seeing what Minneapolis has to offer after tapping in from around the country, from around mm-hmm. the globe, really. So like we took that with like a grain of salt of like, all right, like we we started trying to talk about news stuff, but none of us were too interested and kept our ears to the streets about like, oh, today you know this many cars backed up the interstate. You're like, no, that's that's, that's not that's yeah. not us. But but you know, keeping the news about what's going on in Minnesota, we've had some people be like dang i've been watching since the riots we get comments like that all the time it's like damn like i'm glad we could have uh you know continued to shed a light on what's going what's happening out here because of that mm-hmm. but it was definitely a very a very different time out here so now we got the canvas let's paint yeah. the canvas mm-hmm. you know so it's, that's why i say recondition the mind because what you thought minneapolis was about mm-hmm. Now you learn it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, even with the videos, I'm sure in Minnesota, I'm not trying to do go to LA, shoot a video, go to Miami on yeah. a boat. No, my mission is to show Minnesota different in all the forms. From the cabins to the rich people to the hoods, the mm-hmm. college, you know, everything. And the brands like us. Like we need to bridge bridge the gap together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna say that I ain't gonna say that on camera, but I'm gonna talk behind cameras. I got an idea that just came in my head right now. I'm even talking, cool. you know, where we it starts with us, the media yeah. and stuff like that. You know, it starts with the publications or the buildings or the powers that be. You know, studio over there. I don't I don't let everybody come, but everybody can come. Yeah, you know, everybody can book. But if you got certain things going on, that's where I'm like now. Nah. You know, go to the cheaper studio. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I don't bitch on the prices, like, because I didn't did all the prices. You want me to go backwards? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd rather do it for free sometimes than just cut myself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so. 
Uh, let's talk about Twerk Fest a while. I me- I'm a. I remember what it was right before COVID that it was happening. So it was that 2020? Right. Yep. 2020. 2020. I remember seeing all of them. I never attended one, but I used to see them because I wasn't. This is. I don't even know if I was 21 in 2020. Yeah. It was 18, bro. Yeah. But I wasn't necessarily tapped in with like you and who was all a part of it? Was Dolo a host? I don't even remember. Uh, I don't yeah, want to. I probably hosting. shouldn't misspeak. Like who was all a part of Twerk Fest? Because those uh, things were those were the real deal for sure. Me and me and our male uh, put it together. We had D Games hosting. We had Dolo hosting. Majority. We was letting everybody perform. Mm-hmm. We was we was building a different type of culture yeah. where we was just you know obviously you had to be working with us to work with us yeah you know it wasn't just free mm-hmm. um like you just come off the street too much but on the twerk side it was because it could be a random joe that's in town visiting her cousin come you know do a little move <laughs> and walk away with a rent mm-hmm. you know so we gave we gave away like over like 300 i could say probably 300 probably three hundred thousand dollars out in them years we did have we had like a three four year run or something mm-hmm. so even on that time, when I really did Pyramid, when I went to Pyramid and did that, like, we was just doing something, mm-hmm. you know? And hey, I went, I went to Germany, came back. Like, even then, Germany was so easy. I had a show out there. Germany is it's so easy. I want to eat their food, but. <laughs> you went to Germany because you, like, had a show to do out yeah, there? Yeah, I was booked for a show in Germany with Crisis Fresh, um, my uh, RB guy, but with other Minnesota people too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I forgot who all like from Minnesota. I don't even think it was too many people from Minnesota, but the people put together was from Minnesota. And he had a show in Germany. And he like, hey, come on, mm-hmm. come on, let's do it. So I did like two days. It came back and I'm like, okay, this is something we can do. Mm-hmm. And it just <laughs> grew on its own. Fine. It yeah. grew on its own. So about time it got to that, I wanted it to be the last at that time to take a break to the summertime, but then COVID happened. Yeah. So I'm like, see, I was on point again, and mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know. And then, uh, so what was there? Was uh, El Nuevo Rodeo getting burned down a factor of not bringing it back as soon as maybe you planned or um, the, hope to? Or? The energy of the city, the okay. whole vibe of everything, like that energy. Uh, I didn't know it was gonna be like for the whole world. Mm-hmm. That like, well, why? Why I feel like that? Whoa. Yeah. That little chill over your shoulder, like, why does it feel like that? And then COVID happened, and the mm-hmm. whole world shut down. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay, yeah. So, but, and a part of the energy, I didn't, uh, the city, the the urban community, the uh, the disconnect from all the other communities. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to bring it together where it's all one. I don't. Yeah. I want to go to. Par- I want to go to the parties like we going to a concert. Yeah. We go to a concert. What? It's literally everybody. Is what you know. Mm-hmm. We go to a club. It's either this or that. You know. Mm-hmm. I want to mix it up. So. Now that we're back and we're fully open, I'm like, yeah, we'll do it. But then it's a it's a business yeah. frequency that ain't right. Mm-hmm. Ain't no clubs really to do it at. Yeah. So the clubs that we if it didn't do it as like, I wouldn't want to do it there, cause part of it working is not being somewhere nothing was at. Like we shipped the whole culture over there mm-hmm. when that happened, cause it wasn't no clubs at that time. But it's a new spot opening up. That everybody gonna know. So hopefully I could take it over there for the whole 23. Cool. And we just bring that vibe back. Yeah, because you mentioned that you haven't dropped the location. Is it like a new club that you're doing it at, or it's just another spot that you're looking to maybe throw events at? It's just, you know, I don't want, I just want to see what it do without releasing it. Okay. Because, no, certain people hate 
certain, certain gatekeepers. <laughs> certain gatekeepers like, no, nah, I ain't doing no video. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. All right, you know. So I'm keep on the raps to that okay. day or the day before, 48 hours or something like that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what a. Uh, you mentioned that you want to do more concert style stuff than clubs. Do you think that like the club scene in Minneapolis, I don't want, well, maybe not the term burnt out because it's still be having successful nights, but like compared to other markets, like I, I just personally haven't had fun going out to a club in a long, and like, and maybe, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a homebody. I still see people out there having fun, but it just seems like it's the same shit every night. Um, I've, I still haven't, ventured into the new vanquish club that opened up like earlier this summer that's maybe my fault for maybe not trying a new vibe out but like every place i've kind of just gone to i just i just see the same people popping the same bottles saying the same shit in my ear screaming my ear off i'm over here trying to have a conversation with someone like I'm not. I don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a couple bottles of mini. Like I don't want. I just don't want to do none of this. Maybe it's just not my scene. But like I personally have, am second. Second thing, you want to just do concerts. I really fuck with concerts. Selling tickets. Like people coming to your event to see you put on a show. Not like flexing for to the their what? friends or to the hoes. Put on a show for the what? Experience. Experience. I want to get even with the studio. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, you hot. I'm a different experience. Mm-hmm. You can go to any studio. You can even go to Waterwave Studio. Mm-hmm. I don't wherever people want to go, go. But when you come here, it's gonna be a different yeah. experience. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have the best sound. Which mm-hmm. I got a great sound, but whatever. I just want to focus on that for for the clubs. Mm-hmm. Like I cut back from DJ. I just shot my price up. Not to be bougie. It's to be like, okay, I want to come out for a purpose. I want to come yeah. out for a reason. I don't want to come out. Just cause I know everybody, just for the looks, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm top tier already. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need to be out like that. It's not fun. It's not. I don't drink, so it's like, <laughs> and I'm and I and I'm being smoking excessively. So mm-hmm. now it's like I need to relax and yeah. and really get ahead of my mind mm-hmm. because I'm stumbling upon this genius, like I said. You know what I'm saying? So I need to be a super ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You know, of my time or whatever. And it's not in the club, but if I'm getting paid. Five hundred thousand dollars to be in there for a couple hours, three, four hours. You know that's cool. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. But just going in there for a couple of dollars and whatever, and it's the same stuff. No. And then you go to DJ. I'll shout out to my DJ. We, y'all still playing the same music. The interviews on that side. It's still the same music. Like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. going to the club is an experience because what I'm finna hear the new remix. I'm finna hear the new. Mash or something, you know, yeah. something to hear. Next, I'm finna feel and hear an experience, mm-hmm. regardless if I'm paying attention or not. Like, versus hearing the same turn up songs, the same, you know, the same this, same. Uh, like, like, why are so many people so happy to stand on a couch and scream T Grizzly's lyrics from on off the top from the back, top of their lungs? Like, what or uh, Glorilla or whoever it may be. Why? What is standing on top of that couch and screaming their lyrics? What is so fun about that? I don't get it. I mean, it's energy. That's a vibe. Like, you know, that's I, a sport. I get it. That's like, a that's a sport. But even me, I don't yeah. buy tables. Yeah. Like I don't. I ain't no fun to splurging my money no more. Like them days are, are super over. I don't mm-hmm. think I rarely ever did it, but. A handful of times, but it's a sport. People be drunk in a zone. Yeah. Like that's just the vibe. That's just the vibe for that. Mm-hmm. But what's the fun of doing it? And we what's the fun of as a market doing it? And it's from everybody else town. Mm-hmm. 
when we got the same BPM as other artists that we can be pushing the narrative but yeah. if these DJs ain't tapped all the way in they ain't gonna have this music to drop exclusively yeah. or if these DJs ain't really doing their research like Apple Music I could play I could really plug in Apple Music and hear a gang of songs from my favorite artists I never heard like yeah. me as a DJ I'd rather go to the club and play that and just experience y'all vibe y'all ain't gotta know the Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the root of it. We I ain't yeah. gotta know the lyrics. That this kind of jig. This fly. That fly loves you way more fly. than me. I swear he ain't even been on my on side of the fly. table. He ain't even been on my side of the table. But I guess with that being said, like I definitely see like you know you going out celebrate a birthday. Your homie, yeah. homie just got a bag for some shit. Go splurge. But I just see the same people doing the same shit every weekend, and that's the only thing where I like. I just say I could not do that. So that's why you look at those and this research come in. You put them in it. Okay, I see y'all. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. Even if a club don't want to pay a person like me my rate, because it's always gonna be somebody undercutting somebody. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Like I was showing, like, boy, I got influence out here. I know everybody from the bathroom to cook to everybody. That's mm-hmm. where that came in on that on that interview or explaining that gatekeeper. All that came from around that time of that interview, that gatekeeper and stuff like that. And like I said, I just embrace it. But I got a different type of influence. I'm seasoned, vintage, so mm-hmm. I know how to stay away. Yeah. And uh, pop up and be like, hey, sing, hey. Who? And had that same little thing, I, and so it's the same on that. Yeah. And you gotta use it for a different weapon. I put that urban over here, and the daytime stuff. That's why I got the trucks and doing moving stuff. And I'm just meeting people differently, yeah. or panhandling CDs, or giving like some free CDs or whatever. I'm meeting different people yeah. to add to this portfolio. Mm-hmm. So yes, stay where you at. Yeah. You ain't nothing. You're not missing nothing. Yeah, you know. But if you was to come in a club, then. I won't come in the club just to document the club because you ain't never been there, so you mm-hmm. can just experience it and see it live. Like I like impulse stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you really don't know. You ain't got time to prepare. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's another thing. Like, like I, when I first started going to the clubs out here, like when I first moved out here, I had a lot of fun. But I think it was just more of just the repetition thing, like where I'm just doing the same thing. And maybe now that I have a girlfriend, I'm not looking for like a girl to chop on or something. So it's less motivation for me out yeah. in the club of being like, I could just go home, smoke some weed and hang out with my beautiful girlfriend. I don't need to go out and try to talk to none of these girls or I don't like I still I still firmly believe if you are new to the city you should be outside marketing though like you mm-hmm. should be out but like I feel like I did my three years of in the clubs of talking to people and now I go out and I was like oh I've already networked with all you people so like yes I don't need to be out here till 2 a.m. doing that but if you are new to the city I will I definitely think you should get out and do things maybe union or exchange or one of these loud ass clubs isn't the best spot for that but go hit the bars go tell people you new to the city where you can actually have conversations with people but um be but aggressive yeah. with your marketing. Yeah. Like, I could walk in the store and not know nobody. Be like, hey, what's up? Ooh, you heard my new stuff? <laughs> you ain't giving them trying to think. And yeah. they had them a CD or something. Yeah. Then people, some people are like, CDs are dead. No, yeah. CDs are vintage. Yeah. And they're time, you know. So, like, I got probably 10,000 of these I'm only going to put on the streets. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of 10,000, you know. They're fun. I feel like uh, maybe we. I can ask you this. Do you, you – uh, you think physical copy items of music will make a return as more people start to realize um, the actual value behind a sale, right? So, like, um, everyone's selling all their shit on the streaming platform, Spotify, Apple, and whatnot, and then you see someone like Kanye dropping the stem player where you can only listen to the deluxe version of my album if you buy this. So, like, if you're like, I'm not dropping this shit on all platforms. You can only... S- listen to this shit off this CD or off this one device that you can plug into your computer and you can listen to my shit. Mm -hmm. And you may only sell 10,000 of these things instead of the 
120000 you would have on streaming platforms, but you might make five times the amount of money because of you're not getting a penny. Get five a penny times. Percent. Let's say 20 times. Yeah. And obviously you can sell them online, but they're going to ship to your door for the bigger artists and stuff. But do you think there may be a sense and somewhat of a comeback of like, hey, I'm releasing the album maybe for the first month only digital. And then after that streaming platform, just to kind of like engage with that type of crowd, make more money. And basically you're becoming more of an entrepreneur, I'd say, selling your own product rather than just putting it on a platform. Even with something like this, like YouTube, I would love to have waterwavetv.com where we get 10,000 people s- subscribed a month to watch it's our coming. shit. You know? It's coming. Because you're, you're doing the essentials of to make it come. Yeah. If you wasn't doing it, then you wish for thinking, but yeah. you're actually doing the work where that's coming, mm-hmm. you know, and you, in, and you already crossed milestones. You, like you said, 10,000 subscribers when you was doing them. Yeah. The what you call it, but the answer to that is never left. Okay. People just wave jumpers. So, you know, and, and they embrace stuff different. So mm-hmm. like I told, like every time I tell somebody like, you go listen to it online for free when they buy it, cause he's like a dub or I've been giving it whatever. It's like a donation thing, really. Yeah. You know, that's when, when my my workers up to say, go get some donations, make some money, cut me in. You know, on the uh, on the physical of somebody else selling, but when it's coming from me, it's like, hey, you know, different relationships get different things. But this never left. If I could go get this for fifty cent, why would I not go get a tangible item for fifty cent? And it's vintage now. CDs is moving down. That's like stocks. Like you push it down, so it's like I, I like act like it's not worth nothing. Yeah. But it's most definitely like ten twenty dollars off of fifty fifteen cent. I worth fifty cent. Come on, man. It's just business. Like, <laughs> and it's vintage. People don't have CDs all the time. Oh, I don't have CDs in my car. Okay, don't open it. Take mm-hmm. this. Don't open it because it's still a the, it's a milestone yeah. of where I'm finna go. Like I'm finna be the Diddy. I'm finna be the biggest one of the biggest executives out of Minnesota ever. That stayed in Minnesota, that live in Minnesota, and never left Minnesota. Like, and I'm on my way. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just uh, at a point in my career where I understand tangible is always better. Mm-hmm. Digital is like cool. I got millions of streams, mm-hmm. you know, with digital. And it's better because I get paid every time I listen. So yeah. the value of that is that. But I'd rather sell a CD and be the only CD in somebody's car. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to buy at people's merch stands at their shows, too. I like, instead of a T-shirt, I'll buy a CD. You know, I might not rock or fuck with the design on the shirt, but right. shit, 10 years from now when you're famous and I got that one CD that you only made 100 of at your concert, what the fuck? I, want, I need right. that. That's what I and need. Then, and then me talking like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. finna be the boop whoop, and everything I say come true. So and imagine having a, all these CDs, especially a wrapped, prime, ready-to-go CD of Jazz State when he was just still giving them out at his executive level now yeah. like you know so that's why i feel like it never left but people just wave jump mm-hmm. like even the uh the vinyl the vinyl mm-hmm. that's still here yeah the mugs 50 dollars 60 80 dollars too yeah. you see the price rise right uh what's one of the biggest things that you've learned or experienced in your journey that has like shaped you to be who you are today trust the process okay you know don't expect, don't over have expectation. You can dream big and you can work towards dreams and stuff, but be realistic in it mm-hmm. and trust the process. Um, uh, trust your mind before anybody else's. But if you're gonna do that, be equipped enough to have knowledge and research on mm-hmm. a lot of minds, because it's not just about one mind. You know what I'm saying? Just when somebody say something, I could I can filter it. Whether I uh, 
uh, on that topic or not right now because I, I didn't research a lot. So I know minds. I didn't watch countless interviews. Every interview probably dropped in years I didn't watch, you know? Mm -hmm. So you get to tap into minds and you get to tap it into people, they, they timeline. When you tap into people's mind, you tap, tap into their timeline and see where they at, whether you know their personal business or not. Mm -hmm. Some people put their personal business out. So people that you uh, latch uh, and attach on to, you just pay attention. So then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna trust my mind, but I'm gonna trust other minds that think like me. Mm -hmm. And that's what gave me my, and my, uh, my, uh, uh, my ultimate like okay yes I'm gonna I'm a move like this because I trust me and that naturally was a mind because I'm asking myself about something and if, if it's similar to the minds that I'm studying yeah that's how I go and trust mother nature too she could be a bitch at times but you know yeah go for um uh, you ever mentioned birthdays you're a Capricorn right big Capricorn yeah. Aquarius at the same damn time oh what? so you're when's your birthday December? January 20th Oh, so you're right at the end of it. I'm right. We're we're pretty close. I'm the 14th. Okay, Capricorn. Yeah. So we close. We close. Yeah. Um, you has spirituality been like a thing that you've practiced at all with Most the definitely. zodiac sign? Obviously, I just asked you a little bit Most about it. Most definitely. And and I was yeah. never really super into into it until like mm -hmm. I read books like um, the Art of Subduction and uh, stuff like that, where I recognize different personalities, different wailers, different loves. You know different affection and stuff mm -hmm. like that where I realized <laughs> them Zodiac's been right for a yeah. long time too you know and I, and I really started tapping in and like okay yeah that's me mm -hmm. that's why I'm like yeah that's where my genius come in like I'm a Capricorn Aquarius Gemini like you know I got two people in me mm -hmm. so that once I start paying attention to both I'm like yeah that's really me so let me get ahead of it and that's where I got a little ahead of it I'm like okay now I know I'm a genius because mm -hmm. everything I do turns into platinum and it would turn into gold like, yeah. you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. turn into platinum like it's really like okay cool and uh, to be the only employee in everything I do it's crazy mm -hmm. but that's where it comes with being an introvert so now I'm like I don't want to be an introvert and have to do this mm -hmm. by myself because I need to make these billions so I'm going to bring I'm going to make a team yeah. around it yeah. always yeah let's talk let's talk about that uh, what is uh, you mentioned the vending machine stuff earlier and how mm -hmm. this is 2023 is going to be the year of the employees for you. What is, uh, what, what other alleys of business are you in besides music and what kind of keeps you, um, maybe not even business, but what kind of keeps you sane outside of, you know, grind and, you know, like reading books or meditating or, you know, doing whatever you do for fun. Like what, what's your other business ventures and like, what's your other hobbies outside of music? Uh, my, well, on my plate right now, so I got trucks, so that comes from moving, delivery, so that's like shipping and whatever. I got a couple secret ones that's there that mm -hmm. I can't talk about. And then the studio, the creative content, penthouse views from the penthouse. I've been shooting a lot of podcasts um, over there. Um, the the billboard services, the marketing promotions, the D I'm a DJ, I sell beats, I engineer. And that's the main thing about selling hours. That's where I'm living. Mm -hmm. It's selling hours, regardless of how much I make in these hours. That's where I wanna Airbnb, yeah, I got some coming for that and but that's even turning me off because I sell hours. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm hundred, two hundred hour on certain little things or whatever on a low scale why would I try to do my Airbnb? Like, right. so certain stuff I got going on, I'm kind of rethinking a little bit. Why would I put an Airbnb out for? Mm -hmm. 
two hundred a night. Yeah, you make you when I can make that in two hours. Ten dollars an hour versus two hundred an hour. Huh? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, the vending machines, like I got uh, I got one at GNR Barbershop in, in Brooklyn Center. That was the first one I got. And like, oh, let me to say this. So when stuff come to me, it just come to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't second guess it. I trust yeah. the process. Do a lot of shit. So like that. when it comes to me, it comes to me so cheap mm-hmm. every time. So then I tap in, and I think even right now I, I spoke uh, with this with my with my intern when he was asking me like, what keeps you going and stuff. It's like I made three hundred dollars that day, but I spent three hundred dollars on that vending machine that day mm-hmm. too. You know, so I sacrifice in certain ways. Certain ways to sacrifice. Don't let people say people gotta sacrifice. Yeah, you gotta sacrifice for in the good way. Just like they try to use the gatekeeper. Like you gotta, it's it's it good. It's good ways to everything. You know, so I I got the vending machine. Then um, I manifested uh, the play on it. So now I got eight, nine vending machines. And I got um. six apartment buildings. And I got two and one, so that makes the, the the seven over there. Like, and then it's every day. Now it's just falling in my lap. It's like how you, you know how you see a car for the first time. Now you keep seeing the same car over again. That's yeah. how business work for me. And it's just crazy because I don't do nothing. I'm not on Google and all that right now. Mm-hmm. I posed that press the button last month, but I probably just press the button next month where I'm on Google and got ass running and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't want to be overshadowed because I don't have employees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I do everything myself. So, yeah. like the commercials, the voiceovers, I haven't even tapped into that side of it. We already in shit, somebody else's hands. So, you know what I'm saying? Pull your hands out. So, you know, and I got other ventures that I want to do in the midst of that. And that's from being an entrepreneur in my brain, you know? So, that's what I got going on on um, all my ventures. Mm-hmm. And what keep me sane when I do my spare time is trying to be innovative, trying to come up with new things and ways to make money. Uh, shout out to Ville Promotions, like even when we was doing shows with him and he was doing it, now he got 40 apartment buildings with his cleaning company, you know, I don't know the exact number, but up there, you know. And just to see people transitions and stuff like that and other people weigh limps and taking other people energy, mm-hmm. that's what it's about, being innovative, doing stuff for the kids. I'm finna do these workshops and Stuff like that, but on my spare time, going to what I love to do, cause I like I said, like come together as races. We all need to come together, and that's what I love about Minnesota. And never leave Minnesota. Shout out to Minnesota, everybody that loves this place. From Minneapolis, St. Paul to um, I'm gonna tap into all the other states, like the countries and stuff like that, to kind of yeah. help whatever we can help in that area, cause it's close. But uh, to come together and make Minnesota like what it really is, like mm-hmm. we. We got a princess from here. Like, that's the musical God. Mm-hmm. Like, when Prince died and went to BT Awards, that year I'm praying, boom, I look up, camera in my face. I got a good 20 seconds of national TV. Like, that was another pinnacle of my career where it's like, I didn't talk about, I manifest that a year before off off nothing, really. It cost, Of course, it cost the money, but at the end of the day, it cost me just to be there, mm-hmm. you know? So, start stuff like that. And if we all bring it together, that we had that koozie sweater that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, and it'd be like, oh, we could just sell ourselves, we could sell our market. Yeah. And then when people come in, like even the profit shares, people come in, they can't just like, oh yeah, you DJ? Our budget 300, $300, my brother. What are you talking, my hard drive is $300. <laughs> 
Like why? Why I got it? And it comes to that because it be feel like disrespect, and we bringing all this equipment or something. We are we are the party. Mm-hmm. Like we are the transition. We are the vibe. Like yeah. why are you try to undercut the vibe? Mm-hmm. And that's where stuff don't work. The clubs will be better if you if you had if you had more. I'm I'm gonna come in and and sweep and and uh, sandman it up and sweep it up and clean it up, vacuum some stuff up. But if the DJs really focus on breaking music. It'd be fun again. I'm telling you, it has so much fun, you know. Because mm-hmm. the record labels, if they pay attention to people that's helping, trying to break it, then we have more budgets coming in where it's marketing budgets, where DJs will be getting thousands just off that. Because yeah. they're like, oh, they really play new music. They yeah. jukebox. It sounds like a jukebox that can't even get the new music. <laughs> really, real talk. Or if you do play a new song, uh, DJs, Let's run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. You know what I'm saying? So we create another wave from mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 24, vote for Kanye. He can't talk about it, but I could talk about it. Vote for Kanye. That boy running for the office. We need a mind like that. Boy is a, the, the man, not a boy, but the man is uh, ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a lot under the nose of other people. You know what I'm saying? So... 23 is going to be a great year for us to start this new one I'm talking about, like get the factory together and get people together. Yep. So anybody that's thinking about investing, think about that. We just need not three years to get this off the ground. More like three months, but a good solid year. When people come in, when that budget open back up, uh, I don't know whenever y'all watching this, when the budget open back up, whenever it open back up, um, come dedicated to Minnesota and what we got going on right now. I'm just... I'm gonna just say that because we a lot a lot of people in y'all buildings that's already doing stuff, you know, and they probably not even getting they full just do because other people been in around there and they got different relationships and different gates that they keep it, you know, because it's a cutthroat game. Yeah. But if you go with good intentions, you'll get amazing results. Mm-hmm. You know, so 24 vote for Kanye, and vote for me around. Vote for my mind. Vote for whatever I'm saying. Like, you know, because I'm not steering nobody around. I have a, a malice bone in my body. You got to run from air or something. Nah, I ain't going to run. I, ain't gonna, I, I, don't, I don't even like people like that. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, you know, still controlled with power. Yeah. I don't like to be controlled with power. I like just keep my power. Yeah. You know, you can't control my power, you know. And that's what that is, politics yeah. and all that. But just just, just building a brand from the youth, from if you're 16, 17, and on up, like just pay attention to the right minds. Yeah. You know, don't don't be don't be uh, with the smoking mirrors. See through the tent. You know, it's a lot. It could be something going on behind that tent. You know, but you know, sometimes you got to break the glass to see, and that's just being aggressive. You know, mm-hmm. on what's going on. Yeah. So I, to on that note too, on what that you. You got it going on live on Lake Street. They got what they got going got going on, but seeing y'all that's like the top and a motivational hustle. I, I ain't been on on there yet, but I see them doing it. They going crazy, but even with the social media, they probably you and them. It's probably like the top social media, like on y'all pages, keeping the content up. Mm-hmm. Y'all up there at the most interviews. You still and um. Motivational hustle too, but live on Lake Street came in. They did what they, they did, how they did it hard. But even where they at right now, it's like you still need more. You still need more. Everybody needs more. We're Everybody still, need still more. But when it's not competition, mm-hmm. 
See, I can say all of them on a one-on-one platform, my all-on platform. Like Jake Chevelle, like he was signing Adrian Peterson, and he was doing all that, and we got other ventures going on. Got him back to Minnesota, so now he in Minnesota doing stuff. But he got the Sugar Daddy um, brand going on, Sugar Daddy with an I. We created that on Clubhouse where we got a major following. Shout out to Bray Sean, got a major following on there. Like it's a whole we went in other worlds like the metaverse you know so him can no ain't nobody really making music like him and he's 40. Mm-hmm. you go in the studio all my if you listen to the records and listen to different type of hits he on a gatekeeper heavy that's why he on a gatekeeper heavy because it created when i first started producing it created uh got a song called cold summer we created that in la but it was just like my first time even showing people my beats and stuff like that we created something like dang we got something Heat and it's a test of times. Two years later, we dropped that record. It's still going, it's still going. But we got so many records. He make we make these records in twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Whatever. Once we get back in the bigger budgets and the bigger situations, then mm-hmm. he's gonna break through too. He's gonna yeah. be fifty still making. He's gonna be like, I ain't gonna say Busta Rhymes, but all them old ones still recording and, and still keeping up with that. Young, 18, yeah. it's just Jay Chevelle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Tapping yeah. in. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up yeah, for now. Good. I appreciate you coming in. Gatekeeper 2 on the way. Yes. Twerk Fest, is it is it confirmed <laughs> next Tuesday? It, yeah, it's or, confirmed. Okay, confirmed. So when you're watching this, it's tonight. Oh, so yeah. So, we so this is dropping a week from tomorrow. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's, matter of fact, while you're watching this, make sure – Bless the city Bless the situation Make sure it go all the way through Cause like I told him earlier It's some kinks In this Cuban link You know what I'm saying So we need to get the kinks out You know So we can do that through prayer You know Ain't nothing above God You know what I'm saying And um, God wants us to be in reflection of him So at the end of the day We all gods You know what I'm saying So that's that's, that's moving Great representation But pray to everything in the city uh, From here to St. Paul Get better like Kanye said, the murder rate is up very tremendously, you know, everywhere. But, you know, I can only speak for my city, and it's up tremendously. So let's pray for that everything get right, and let's get the energy right. So 23, we all good. So 24, we take over the world for sure. Let's do it. You know? Let's do it. Appreciate you coming in. Follow Jay Estate everywhere. You can yeah. pop up the gram on the page right now. You can see it right there. Yeah. Check us out at Waterwave TV everywhere. Come shop with us at 1521 Como Avenue, Southeast Minneapolis, Minnesota. We sell vintage sneakers. Not vintage sneakers, but vintage clothing. We sell sneakers like Jordans, Yeezys, Dunks, all that type of stuff. We've got a recording studio. Stadium sound is fully booked. You can book with us at WaterwaveTV.com to work with our guys. But other than that, this has been Ricky. It's Jay Estate. And we out. Yeah, we out of here. Peace out. We all the way. Thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. We're going to take a quick break to shout out the supporters that support us to make this happen. Shout out to our sponsor, Northern Chill. It's my favorite water out there. It's a 7.8 pH level. It has calcium, magnesium, chloride, sodium, potassium, and even other minerals that help you live better. It makes you feel better. makes you live better. makes you healthy and hydrated it's my favorite water you can shop it online at northernchill.com and we have an exclusive code for our podcast listeners code wwtv20 will give you 20 percent off a case of northern chills like you see right here it is our favorite water over here at water wave and i don't like to drink anything else if i have to i will obviously because i gotta survive but at any time of the day i'm looking for a northern chill 
Follow him on Instagram at drinkchillh2o as well and get with the movement. Start drinking real water and quit drinking that sink water, man. You know it's not good.